Welcome to Torat Imachanach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rufka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divri Hayamin Bey's Perak Yud Bey's Chapter 12. After three years of adherence to Torah in the southern kingdom under Rehovam's reign, we now come to a decline. Posuk 1, Vayihi kohochin malchus Rehovam uchiches kosoi, ozav es Torah's Hashem. And it was, when Rehovam's kingdom was prepared, was established, was set, and when he, Rehovam, became strong, he abandoned the Torah of Hashem. And all Yisrael with him, they also abandoned Torah. Malbim teaches here that someone who serves Hashem from a place of love only for the sake of Hashem, not because of some other external factor or motivation, that person won't depart from their service of Hashem under any circumstances. But someone who serves Hashem for other purposes, with superficial goals, will abandon Torah when those factors that were motivating their service of Hashem end. When those matters are no longer relevant, they'll stop serving Hashem. Rechavam only served Hashem because he knew that through this, the kingship would be strengthened for him against Yerovam, who was serving idols. So as long as Rechavam feared Yerovam, he served Hashem. But Kahachin Malchus Rechavam Uchaches Kosoi, when Rechavam's kingdom was set and he was strong, as a result of his having built fortified cities, and he no longer feared Yerovam, then Ozavis Torah Hashem. He abandoned the Torah of Hashem. He no longer kept the law of Hashem. And all the people with him, the people also abandoned Torah because they had been keeping Torah only because the king Rechavam had commanded it. Pasuk 2. Vayihi bashano hachamishes lamelech Rechavam, and it was in the fifth year of King Rechavam, Ala Shishak Melech Mitzrayim al Yerushalayim, that Shishak, the king of Egypt, went up against Yerushalayim. Ki Mo'alu Hashem. We'll translate this here as because they betrayed Hashem. They went away from Hashem, they rebelled. And says Mitzurah's David that the enemy came against them because of this sin. So there's direct cause and effect. Malbim explains that the text here is showing that a promise made by Hashem to David in Sefer Shmuel is being fulfilled. Hashem promised David that he will deal with the children of David like a father with his son. At the time that a descendant of David turns away from the path of Hashem, from the path of good, Hashem won't leave him to be destroyed to completion. Instead, he'll punish him quickly in order that he return to the path of good. And therefore, Hashem doesn't act with Rechavam how he does with Yerovam, whereby he doesn't send punishment upon him until his measure is full and a decree of judgment of total destruction is determined upon him. Rather, with Rechavam, after he abandons the Torah of Hashem in the fourth year of his reign, very soon after that, Shishak came up against him. 
Hashem sent the enemy against Rehavam soon after he strayed from Torah. We know from previously that the first three years were righteous living. In the fourth year, they were turning away from Hashem. And Hashem sent Shishak quickly, as we see in the Pasuk, in the fifth year of Rehavam's reign. And Malbim comments that it's significant in the Pasuk that it doesn't say Chot'u, that they sinned Chot'u against Hashem. It says Ki Mo'alu Bahashem, because Hashem didn't wait until their sins became so numerous. Rather, very soon after Mo'alu Bahashem, they betrayed Hashem, Hashem rebuked them by sending the enemy. Rechavam then saw the strength of the kingdom, the fortified cities he strengthened, were of no use against an enemy sent by Hashem. Shishak went up against them, as we see in verses 3 to 4, with 1,200 chariots, with 60,000 horsemen, an immeasurable number of people from Egypt, and he seized Yehuda's fortified cities and he came up to Yerushalayim. And acting like a father to his child, Hashem told the people, he informed them, that the evil was not occurring by chance, but rather as a result of their having abandoned Hashem, as he sent Shemaiah the prophet to convey to Rechavam and the princes of Yehuda who had gathered in Yerushalayim in response to the approach of Shishak. The prophet said to them, Posuk 5, Kai Omar Hashem, Atem azavtem oisi, Va'af ani ozavti eschem beyot Shishak. So said Hashem, You abandoned me, and so I have abandoned you in the hand of Shishak. We see a powerful response, Posuk 6. Vayikonu sorry Yisrael vahamelech, vayoymru tzadik Hashem. The princes of Yisrael and the king humbled themselves and they said, Hashem is just. Posuk 7. Uvirais Hashem ki nichnau, and when Hashem saw that they had humbled themselves, Malbim adds, and that, that they admitted that they had been punished with justice for their sin. The word of Hashem came to Shemaiah, saying, They have humbled themselves. Malbim says there's a difference between if Hashem punishes in the way of destruction to avenge them, versus if Hashem strikes them in the way of healing to bring them back through it to the path of goodness. I shall not destroy them. But I will grant them some as a remnant. And my anger will not be poured out in Yerushalayim by the hand of Shishak. Pasuk 8. Ki yihiyulai la'avodim, for they will be his slaves. The yedu avoidosi, and they will know my service, Hashem is speaking. Va'avoidas mamlechais ho'aratzais, 
and the service of the kingdoms of the lands. Malbim explains there's a difference between the meaning of af and chemo. Both words can be translated as anger, but the Hebrew words denote different things. Af is external, visible fury. Chemo is a very strong negative feeling kept in one's heart. Punishment that comes in the manner of destruction comes through chemo and negative feeling in the heart. But punishment that comes in the manner of healing, even though it's external, visible, it's similar to a child whose father strikes him and he shows him a face of anger, but in his heart he has love for his child and he's thinking about his good and his healing, his betterment. It says, they humbled themselves, I will not destroy them in the manner of destruction. With this humbling, the punishment was changed in two ways. I will grant them some as a remnant. If it would have been the path of destruction, there would not be any remnant remaining for them. Chamosi, my anger, will not be poured out by the hand of Shishok. The punishment will not be from Chemo, rather only to heal them. For in that they will be slaves to Shishak, through this they will pay attention and they will know the difference between Avoidosi, my service, meaning serving Hashem, and Avoidas Mamlechois Ha'aratsois, service of the kingdoms of the lands, quoting from Pasuk 8. And they will return to the service of Hashem that is good and easy. Psukim 9 to 11 tell us that Shishak then came up against Yerushalayim and took the treasures of the house of Hashem and the treasures of the king's palace. He took the golden shields that Shlomo had made. We mentioned these back in Perak 9, the golden shields. So Rechavom made copper shields in replacement of the gold shields and he left the copper shields with the chiefs of the runners who guarded the entrance to the king's palace. And whenever the king came to the house of Hashem, the runners accompanied him carrying the copper shields. And then they returned them to the chamber of the runners. After Rechavam saw that through his subjugation, Hashem's anger turned away from him, explains Malbim, he made a reminder for himself to not return to foolishness when his enemy is removed from him. He made copper shields in replacement of the gold shields so that he would always remember that because of his sins, the gold shields, which were a source of splendor for him from his fathers, were taken away from him. And he put the copper shields in the hand of the runners. He didn't make them for any need, like for going out to war. But when he would go to the house of Hashem to Daven to pray, the runners would accompany him, carrying them, in order for his heart to be humbled when going to the house of Hashem. He would be reminded that instead of gold, copper was accompanying him because of his sin, and this would humble his heart. Through this subjugation, which is the subject of the start of Pasuk 12, 
meaning, and when he humbled himself, through this, shov mimenu af Hashem. Hashem's anger returned from him, went away from him. The first humbling during the siege didn't cause removal of the af of Hashem, a word for anger we explained previously. It didn't cause removal of af that he should not be punished at all. It removed chemo, which is a different expression for anger that we explained, but af remained and they remained slaves to Shishak. But Rechavam's true subjugation, humbling himself now also later on, through reminding himself with the shields, caused af to also be removed from them, such that they were redeemed from being enslaved by Shishak. Meaning, and not to destroy completely. The af was removed completely, not removed to allow for continuation of sin and therefore destruction at saturation point. Af was completely removed as a result of the king's subjugation. And they were also saved because of the people, as there were also good things in Yehuda, good things were also found in them. And because of this, Pasuk 13, continuing with Malbim, the king was strengthened a second time, not enslaved to Shishak, but king himself. He began his reign aged 41, and even though five years of his reign had passed, by now he ruled overall for 17 years. The merit of Yerushalayim also established him, because it was Ha'ir Asher Bachar Hashem Lassum Es Shmeisham, the city where Hashem chose to place his name. The Posuk ends telling us his mother was Naamah of the Ammonites. Malbim explains on Posuk 14 that even though Rechavam was strengthened through his subjugation, it cannot be said that he was like David because Vaya'as Hara ki es Hashem. He did evil because he did not set his heart to seek Hashem. Further, Malbim explains here that the way Rechavam was judged was like someone who sins unintentionally and with negligence, not like someone who sinned on purpose, because his evil, his doing evil, was due to his failing to set his heart on good and to seek out Hashem. So Hashem allowed him to remain in his rulership. Posuk 15 with Malbim, the deeds of Rechavam, before and after he sinned, are recorded. Idai wrote a book about the lineage of David, and he also wrote about the wars between Rechavam and Yeravam, and the rest of the matters were written about by Shemaiah the prophet. Posuk 16, Vayishkav Rechavam im Avaisov. Rechavam lay with his forefathers. Vayikover be'ir David. And he was buried in the city of David. Vayimloich Aviyah v'noi tachtov. And Aviyah, his son, reigned after him. Thank you for studying together. Leloi Neshmas, Rose Foreman, Rachel Bas Arieleib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rachel Bas Schleimer.